Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, uh, welcome to Winchester Radio. Uh, us, like the show, are back from yet another hiatus. Um, I think it was about three weeks this time, but uh, uh, both us, as far as I know, and definitely the show, there are no breaks until the end of the season. So we had just five more episodes. One was last night, so we have four more. Um, we're going to be discussing uh, episode 19, titled of grave importance. If you want to uh, call in uh, in a bit and talk and have any questions or whatever, our number is uh, 347-205-9801. If you're listening live, that's great. Thank you so much. You can always uh, also download us later at blog talk radio uh, slash media boulevard. Uh, you can uh, subscribe or download us through iTunes. You can go to our site, winchesterbros.com, and click on the Winchester radio icon on the side, and that will take you to uh, Blog Talk Radio. Uh, and you can always find any information about the podcast and the show and news and everything on Facebook and Twitter, and we're Winchester Bros on both those things. So... Now we can start talking about of grave importance. There's a title, as usual, their titles always have at least a couple of meanings or come from something, and this one is, is a little bit of a pun, uh, grave, because it dealt a lot with ghosts and graves and all that kind of thing, and also it was of grave importance because it was a very serious um, matter with uh, another hunter dying, and our first real full episode with Bobby, because at the end of the last episode, we saw that, yes, he is still around and attached to the flask. So we spent a lot of time in this episode um, with Bobby and kind of finding out things. And it was really great. I mean, I miss Jim Beaver and I miss Bobby, but I, it just reminded me all over again just how much I missed him seeing him in this episode. Um, what did you think, Beck? The the beginning part where, you know, the previously is where they do the then and it's showing, you know, Bobby's mm-hmm. life basically and and death. That I thought was so sad. It just it just really started off with a you know, perfect thing there about Bobby and with the mm-hmm. Reaper saying you know, with the Reaper and everything. It was this really started it off really well and I yeah, I thought it was a really good episode. It was, you know, old-fashioned ghost story with a twist, you know, with us mm-hmm. actually knowing two of the ghosts. Well, one of the ghosts and then Annie. Uh, Jamie Lunar, the guest star, I thought she, when she first started talking at the beginning when she's driving the car, mm-hmm. I, was like, I, was, I was like, whoa, I didn't know Samantha Ferris was in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> she sounded 
sounded so much like Ellen. It yes, just, she um, did. <laughs> it, it was it was freaky. I was like, whoa. But um, I really liked her. I I like. I wish we had maybe heard about her in the past. And mm-hmm. I loved I loved the fact that apparently she had had you know romantic relationships with all three of them. Mm-hmm. And at the end, when Bobby says, "You know, you didn't know her like I did," and <laughs> <Sam and Dean laughs> each other, <laughs> that was pretty funny. Cause apparently, Annie was like the the person to go to in Hunters if you, you know, if you were a little bit lonely. <laughs> well, she said she had nothing. She said that she um, hunting had been her whole life. And and she didn't have anyone, so I mm-hmm. guess well, who would understand more the life like that than another hunter? And so it's it's funny, and it's also kind of sad, you know, that it was like that. But she seemed pretty together, like she hadn't gotten to the point of like you know Rufus or one of the other hunters we've seen that have you know had kind of a downward spiral. She seemed to still be hanging in there pretty well, and I guess. Um, you know, stress relief, uh, as you said on the show, going in those foxholes <laughs> with uh, other hunters. But I can't say that I blame her. You know, really, Sam Dean, Bobby, <laughs> some good choices, some good choices there. And um, um, I thought, I thought, I thought it was actually kind of sweet of Sam and Dean to not tell Bobby that they had also been with her because Bobby obviously yeah. felt kind of kind of special, you know, and, and uh, like he had a little, a little something there and, and neither one of them said anything. I thought that was that was very sweet of, of them. But, yeah, I thought I, I – she started to talk and I went, Ellen? No. <laughs> yeah, sounded... just, just like her. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I thought she was, she was great, a real competent um, – interesting female character. Uh, too bad she died, too. <laughs> yeah. I would, like, I would like to have seen her earlier, but um, um, they did kind of meet somebody on both sides, you know, living and then dead to help us see what's going on with Bobby. So Bobby had somebody to interact with, and then... Um, uh, someone to get them there in the case. I mean, it was, she was used really well, and it's a credit to um, the writers who were Brad Buckner and Eugene Ross Lemming or Leeming, um, that she was such a great character that they, such a good character that they put together that we, we miss her. We miss her already. So. And I've liked Jamie Lunar ever since she was on The Profiler. She was on The Profiler the last season. And mm-hmm. Uh, she was a really great actress to go to for for that role, I think. Mhm. Yeah, she's been in a lot of things, and she's terrific. Yeah, I I really really like her a lot. Uh, another another great casting choice. And I got to give a shout out to Wardrobe. I loved her jacket. <laughs> it's like, where did you get that jacket? <laughs> yes. Yeah, she looks great. It's it's a little bit of a with them. It's almost a little bit of a hunter. Uniform with the and and a little bit demon too because Ruby dressed similarly, you know those sort of short fitted leather jackets and jeans and, and boots Meg, Meg and wore Meg. those kind of jackets. Yeah, yes, mm-hmm. And uh, I like it. Yeah, you're right. It was a great jacket. I liked when they died. Everything got kind of this sort of pale sheen 
to them, you know, their face and their clothes, even even Bobby's mm-hmm. clothes, and um, just like their lips, like like the women in it, uh, like uh, Victoria and the others were very pale. It was a, a very interesting look, though. <laughs> yeah, Jim, yeah. Be- Jim Beaver is actually pretty fair in the first place. <laughs> so right, right. <laughs> I didn't realize right away just how, you know, they were doing him as a ghost because he's pretty fair already, which is much healthier, actually, to stay out of the sun if you're not um, wearing lots of sunscreen. Um, yeah, uh, you, know, I, 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 you know, I made notes. I watched again and I made notes. And you're right, the opening sequence for then was just killer all over again. You know, losing Bobby and him waking up and going, oh, Egypt, and then dying. And I'm like, oh. And then the boys, like, seeing all the little hints of Bobby around and and Sam saying, you know, it can't be because we want it to be. And it, oh, it was just so hard. Those poor, poor guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And also, they 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 see Bobby again, and they've missed him so much, and they've wanted to see him. And I know why they're worried, and I know why Dean says, you know, you know, what are the odds that this is going to end well? You know, how, you know, how is this is going to end? But I have to just say for that, five minutes be happy to see him again. Yes, exactly. I was so mad at the end there. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, geez, oh, peace, you know, you missed Bobby. You've got him back now, you know, uh-huh. be happy uh-huh. for a few minutes, uh, you know. Be, and I, my heart was just breaking for Bobby, and I was getting so mad at Sam and Dean. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and I went and pulled up this quote from a past episode. <laughs>
Bobby back to life again. He healed Dean. They're, that's all they do is mess with the natural order. So, yep, yeah, and, exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I kind of understand. I know sometimes Dean does try and, and say, because, you know, way back at the beginning, you know, he said, you know, what's dead should stay dead. But that hasn't, you know, been the order of business in a in a very long time. And I know he did try and learn the lesson and teach Sam to not make deals anymore. But but still, still, you know, they they're still like you said, they're the poster children um, for for the unnatural order. And at the very least, they could have said. You know, Bobby. You know, we we missed you, and we'd love nothing better than to have you with us again. But you know that it, it's not going to work, you know, or something like that. You know. Uh huh. Yep. But it's like, God, <laughs> you guys. At least uh, it doesn't look like it's the last time we'll see Bobby. So maybe we'll get a chance to uh, um, hear about that again. Yeah, I you know, Jim Beaver did some um telephone interviews this week and a bunch of those were published um yesterday and the day before. Mm-hmm. And he's you know, they're talking about is Bobby gonna deal with, you know, what they've known in the past is that ghosts just stay around for a while, turn into, you know, angry, mm-hmm. you know, they all get mad and angry and you know, and how is Bobby gonna deal with that? And they said, you know, that's something that they're you know, that they're going to work with. And so I would really, really like for um, Bobby to hang around and be, you know, mm-hmm. be a ghost and be there for help. You know, because like mm-hmm. in Angel, he had, you know, Phantom Dennis. You know, he, yes, you know, he's Phantom a little bit de- different. We never saw the, you know, him mm-hmm. in corporeal version. He was always just mm-hmm. invisible. But, yeah. you know, I think ha- having Ghost Bobby hanging around, I think that could work out, and he could do things that Sam and Dean mm-hmm. couldn't do, and mm-hmm. that could help them. And I think it'd be great. Well, they've spent a whole year getting along, all, all on their own, all over again. So, uh, you know, and and the price they've paid for maybe having help from a spirit or ghost like Bobby is they lost him. They lost him as a as a you know, a live person. And I'm sure they would happily trade him to come back as a, as a you know, alive again uh, rather than have, like, a special help from the other side. But I I, I agree. I hope there's a way. And, and we talked about this last time, that if anybody can juggle being this way, it's Bobby. You know, yeah. he's been through so much and has so much knowledge and it went made a choice and went into it with his eyes open. And to me, there's like some already some very interesting things going on with him because they burned Bobby's body. How did he, how was he still there anyway? Both Sam and Dean were surprised, you know, because they thought they gave him a hunter's funeral. So uh, that's a strange thing. And now um, when uh, uh, Whitman the bad ghost, Whitman Van Ness, the owner of this house that was doing all these things, um, was trying to, to ghost kill Bobby. Um, the boys burn his bones, and then they come back to the house, and they walk in, and they're, and they're like, Bobby? Well, yeah, that was, a big, that was a <laughs> huge a question. Yeah, that was my huge question. 
what, you know, how were they able to see him then when they couldn't mm-hmm. see him before? And what really bothered me was at the beginning when Bobby first sees Annie after she's dead, and mm-hmm. he says, the problem is if you can see me, that means mm-hmm. you're dead. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, uh, Sam and Dean aren't dead, though. <laughs> They're seeing you. But, you know, Victoria was able to materialize or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. Sam and Dean could see right. her. So mm-hmm. I'm guessing, you know, Bobby was doing all that Zen stuff, and he was getting better throughout the episode. Mm-hmm. And he was able to. So yeah. I'm the only thing I'm guessing is we're supposed to think that Bobby had gotten so good with the Zen stuff he was able to mm-hmm. be seen. I I guess I was wondering if it had anything to do with Whitman who had been ghost killing all the other spirits in his house and 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 didn't Victoria say that he was getting he had gotten very powerful because yes. he kept taking that so I was wondering almost like a like Highlander you know it's like you know with with a, with a quickening you take the power and whatever the other mortal had so is it a little bit like that because he was and he you was can you can on by the boy. See, you can see a little bit when um of you know when when Whitman is dying, you can see a little bit of the shiny spirit, you know, going into Bobby. Mhm. So I wonder if he's gotten the power from Whitman is part of it and plus he was also and he got really good at at moving things really fast. And, uh-huh. um, because you know he kept trying and he kept working on it, but when it when it came together, which which I, I have to just chuckle at on a whole other level, he's he's like in the in the shower with Dean basically, which was <laughs> very funny, and, and and not actually in the shower, he was in the in the bathroom, but uh, um, when he finally focuses enough, it's to write on the mirror, and. Um, and then it's not that much longer through the episode when he's, you know, he's moving and 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 moving all sorts of things and doing a lot of very powerful stuff. So he's he's pretty good at this. And that bathroom scene, I mean, it was it just it worked on so many levels. I mean, it worked on a shallow level because it was fun. The way I see being in the shower, you know, and everything. And then and then he gets out and there's a message written on the mirror and he says to Sam, you know, oh, tell me you wrote that and Sam says, No, I didn't and and of course they don't even think about it, they just think it's some maybe some bad spirits follow them back from the Van Ness house. They're like, you know, well, who is it? You know, show yourself and you see the bee from Bobby and you see the look on Dean's face and then Sam's and they're sort of and Dean's reading it out loud and it's so touching. You know, it's like it's it's Bobby, you know. After all that it really is him staying around there and and you, and you, you know i think that they i think even though they didn't know it that they that they still had a connection with they you know they were hearing bobby even though they didn't know they were hearing bobby because like mm-hmm. at the beginning um Sam, when they're talking about the house they're sitting in the motel room and bobby says um come on let's roll and dean says let's roll and mm-hmm. then in that bathroom, Bobby says, we need to get back to that house, or I forget the exact words, and then Dean practically says the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like back in season two's opener um, when, Stan, when you know, Dean's in the coma, and he says, um, he tells 
um, saying to go find some um, voodoo, some hoodoo priest and lay some mojo on him. And Sam mm-hmm. says that word for word. And you can tell Sam has no idea where he got that from. It's you mm-hmm. know, the same thing. So I'm thinking, you know, that they were hearing Bobby without even knowing they were hearing Bobby. Right. Yeah. And I and I love that ghost Bobby is every bit as sort of grouchy and crotchety <laughs> as, as live Bobby was, you know, and, and, and uh, um, you know, he's like still insulting Sam and Dean and going, you know, um, they seem to have gotten slower since I left them. <laughs> mhm. Oh gosh. Yeah, um, pretty much the same old Bobby. Yep. <laughs> and um, I do have to say, every time that Victoria called herself a fancy lady, I would crack up laughing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh gosh, that was funny. Ow. Um. And the house that they were in, that mm-hmm. house has been used, um, I know of at least two other episodes it was in. It was in um, Playthings, um, season two's Playthings, the house where, you know, with the little girl ghost in it. It was mm-hmm. um, that house. And then it was also in Red Sky at Morning. It was the big house, it was the house where the big party was, where Sam went with um, Gert, to, you know, as mm-hmm. a date. So, uh, May have been in more more than that. That's the only two I can think of. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. That's very familiar. Um, one of the really cool shots I I liked was when Sam and Dean go to the Van Ness house for the first time, and you see them go in, and you know they've got the EMF and and the the shotgun and everything, and they're starting to look all around, and Bobby's gone with them because Dean's brought the flask and you see it from Bobby's point of view that the house is full of ghosts and it looks empty when you look at it with Sam and Dean but when you look at it from Bobby's point of view it's full of people Mm -hmm. um, full of spirits and I thought wow that is a really cool shot you know so just you know uh, kudos to everybody on the cast and crew of Supernatural for that one because that was really cool they wrote it and Director is directed by Tim Andrew, and and uh, of course all the effects and sets and everything. Jerry Wanick and Ivan, everybody, great job. <laughs> yeah, it was it was really. I mean, it looked like a haunted house. They did a really mm-hmm. really good job. And yeah, mm-hmm. I I thought it was really cool how you could see the different time periods too that all those ghosts were from. Mm-hmm. Yes. Up to and including Annie and the four kids who died in, in this episode. Oh, you know, between like the four of those kids, their IQ was probably like 52 between all four of them. Like, oh my God, the two dopey ones, the couple at the beginning, they get themselves Especially, killed yeah. and their two stupid friends go after them and also get themselves killed. <laughs> Yeah, when they know that their friends disappeared from that house, you know. So what do they do? They decide to go there too. Yeah, their their whole video thing reminded me a little bit of Hell House and the spacers, mm-hmm. that kind of bit. And but it was very typical sort of horror slasher movie, you know. It's like the couple making out of the haunted house, and of course it it eats them, <laughs> and and uh, then their two friends, the, like you know. The two friends, um, they're on Twitter, 
the actors that played the two friends at the end, um, Billy Whitman and Bon Smith. And so uh, with with our Twitter account, I tweeted both of them today, and I told them that they did a really good job. And um, they both replied, really nice guys. Um, But Bon Smith replied back, thanks, staying deathly still is not as easy as you'd think. (laughs) (laughs) So I I bet that would be really hard. (laughs) Oh, I would imagine, because you're stuck there quite a while. Um, That was a very like sad scene when uh, Annie sees her body for the first time and yeah. really comes home to her that she's dead, you know, because of course she's all bloody like everybody else. I'm like, aw. That was, that was a hard scene. Yeah, she did such a good job. Yeah, I can't too. imagine what it what it would must be like, you know, to stand there and see your dead body looking back at you. I know. I, I guess she's moved on. I also that was that was another thing when uh, Annie and Bobby are talking about. She says, you know, I, uh, you know, it's a it's a hunting life is hard, and she says I'm ready to have some peace and and move on. You know, I'm kind of stuck here, so it'll be okay to Bobby, and you'll have to do it for me. And she says, do you think is there is there anything else? She says, I don't. I think you just die and and, and nothing. And Bobby says, yeah, I don't think there's anything out there. And I'm like, really. Bobby, you've seen evidence and talked to people. You've talked to angels. You've talked to demons. You've talked to Lucifer. <laughs> um, and, you know there's a heaven. You know there's a hell. You know people have yeah. been to both. Hello. <laughs> exactly. Sam and Dean, um, you know, they've both been to heaven and, can't, you know, they remember it. So mm-hmm. they, had, they had to have told Bobby about it. And, like, Dean even told him at the end, you know, you could be in heaven right now drinking beer at Harvell's. Mm-hmm. So, which you know was Ash's heaven. But you would think that, you know, Bobby would remember that. I know that was maybe. Do you think he just said it to make Annie feel okay about it? You know, or if that's what Annie thinks, okay, I'll just go along with her. Or is it just that? Yeah, Brad and Eugenie don't just, watch all the episodes. <laughs> I would hope, you know, I would think that telling her that there was a heaven that she would be going to is that she wouldn't just disappear and, you mm-hmm. know, that would be better. She That would make her feel better, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, see what if, you know, if she had family or friends, you know, or whatever, or other hunters, you know, she well might see them again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know about that. Um. um. Amanda uh, on Twitter has a good point and says maybe that's only if a reaper takes them. Ah, so they don't actually move on to heaven or hell. Yeah, you know, if if you burn Mm. their bones, they don't actually move on, maybe. Very good point. That that, Mm. that does make sense. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's probably right. That that does sound very logical. Mhm. Nope. I was checking the actor that played Whitman. He is very familiar. Oh, okay, Antonio Cupo. We follow him on Twitter. <laughs> I didn't know the best that we played. Oh, wonderful. Um, he was very good. Very good. 
Yeah, he what he's a uh he's Italian. No, I'm sorry. He's born in Vancouver, but um his family comes from Italy, his father and his mother. Um and he's been in a lot of Italian movies. Mm-hmm. He was in, he was on two he was in two episodes of Dark Angel. Oh. Yeah, he was very good. He looked the part very well. You know that that be one of my favorite lines. <laughs> From all of Supernatural, that'll have to be on my my top ten list. I really like those lines. Well, I, I bet Bobby can bake some really good cornbread. Yeah, I wonder. I don't think we ever saw it, but that would have been fun to see um, Bobby baking cornbread. Maybe pass the recipe on to Sam and Dean. <laughs> It'd be kind of funny to see Sam and Dean baking cornbread. Bobby's on. <laughs> I, I like I like the beginning scene with Sam and Dean sitting on the car eating tacos. Mm-hmm. And, and he's saying, uh, no matter where he went, it, it would always taste the same. <laughs> yeah, I and mean, I was wondering if that was supposed to be like possibly Taco Bell, you know, representation of mm-hmm. them or something. Um, mm-hmm. my, my favorite part of it though is when the phone rings. And Sam sets it, if you notice, Sam sets his cup on his knee and balance, and he's balancing it to make sure it doesn't fall over, and then he's checking his pocket for his phone when it's Dean's phone that's ringing. Um, mm-hmm. So I thought that was a nice little, some nice little details in there that Jared put in. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. Um, and towards the end when um, Whitman attacks Sam, and you know they and, and they realize there's an object in their pockets, and they leap out and they're running and they they throw it. In the meantime, Whitman comes after Sam. Dean shoots the key and chases Whitman away, and he 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 reaches out to Sam to like 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 are you okay? We don't see it as often as we used to. It was a, mm-hmm. it was a nice thing. They don't pay attention to it, but it was nice. Um, we have a couple of callers. <laughs> One of them has been on a very long time. Um, do you want to go ahead and sure. pop them in? Okay. All right. So caller who was on a long time then hung up and called right back. I'm going to, to put you on. Hello? Hello, Interest Radio. Um, yeah, I have a question about what you said. Okay. Um, yeah, remember the part when you said, like, Oh, what was it again? When you like said it was like like a nice touch when there were ghosts around him. Uh huh. Yeah, so I'm thinking that like how how did they kind of like ignored the ghosts? You no, know, like that was really good acting though, because mm-hmm. they kind of ignored the ghosts around them and just, they just kept on walking. Like yeah, like to act. How they would how. Acting by, you know, having to pretend that those people aren't there, that they can't see those people. Yeah, and like when Bobby was in the bathroom and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it it makes you think, you know, they've got in some good practice with Mark Pellegrino, you know, with, you know, <laughs> Jared sign, you know, but Jensen, you know, Jensen had to pretend that he couldn't see him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was good acting. Yeah. Very good acting. I'm, You're I'm right, like yep. The, I'm like mm-hmm. the biggest fan ever. I'm very serious. Yes. Yeah, I thought that must be really hard to do to to 
carry on like this this extra person and or lots of extra people aren't even there. And I think that would be really tough. And plus they're talking and doing things, so you have to, and you have to ignore them completely. So yes, that was a well, I, I remember in the uh, in the hotel in the motel scene at the beginning when Bobby's sitting in the chair there, and Sam and Sam's reading out of the book about the Van Ness house, and Bobby's talking too. So that you know that would have to be hard for both of them to be talking at the same time. Exactly. Mhm. Yeah, I hope uh, there's conventions coming up everywhere, so I hope uh, somebody somewhere asks them about doing those scenes. Um, that would be very interesting Jersey, to hear how they did it. Do you know if there's any in New Jersey? There's one in New Jersey this summer oh, in Parsippany, cool. New Jersey. You can go to create creationent.com mm-hmm. and you can get the information. Right. Because I'm like yeah. the biggest fan and I... Oh, my God. oh if you it's can, August, you should go to the conventions. They're wonderful. August... August 3rd through the 5th in Parsippany, New Jersey. So just go to creationent.com and you can read all about it and find out how to get your tickets and everything. August 3rd? August 3rd through the 5th. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was just that August 3rd is like my brother's birthday and he like kind of passed away. Oh, dear. So I see you don't feel like you could be gone that time. Okay. Yeah, and then he's a really big fan of Tennyson too. So. Aw, that's too bad. I'm sorry to hear that. There's a convention in Toronto. Convention in Chicago. They're not terribly tough to get to from New Jersey. Las Vegas. I don't know. Maybe I'll ask my Yeah. Really but there, are, you can check out Creation site and because there's lots of them, so maybe maybe um, maybe there's one you can you can go to because they are yeah. fun. I was wondering okay. if I could like I don't know contact them or something like that. Um, I'm sorry, I didn't quite hear you. I'm saying, like, are they coming? Are you, like, going to interview them or what? They're at the convention, they, they're, um, the actors are at the convention. Jared, um, Jared's there. I don't think Jensen will be there. Mm-mm. But, um, Isha? yeah, they, they're they there and they do panels. You get you can get autographs with them, um, photos with them, and you sit in the audience and listen to their panels. Jared, Misha, Jim Beaver will be there, lots of lots of more actors will be there from the show. Cool. So just go to creationent.com and you can find out all about it. Yeah, okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much for calling. Mm-hmm. Thank you for calling. Right, Good point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Bye. And we have another caller. About to put you on the air. Hi, Winchester Radio. Hello. Hi. Hey, Winchesters, how are you guys doing? We're good. We're good. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Okay, I'm going to bring up a crazy thought because this was brought up a long time ago. Um, Bobby is in 
purgatory. Hmm. How? But we're seeing him. So how could he be in purgatory? I'm just saying this was a. It was. It was a kind of put out there really a very long time ago. I actually did a a poll for Voice of TV online. Um, you know, as soon as it was actually put out, and I, you know, I, I can't explain it. Can't, can't say anything other, you know, for me personally, I mean, I just, I don't know, but I'm just saying it might explain, you know, kind of some of the stuff that we're seeing that doesn't make sense. The bones mm-hmm. burned, him still being there, um, that kind of thing. So that is what I am absolutely betting on. He's in purgatory mm. and still being there. You know, we, we don't know all the rules. I mean, you know what I'm saying? We we see what uh, the writers give us, um, but that is absolutely, I think, how Bobby is going to be back on the show is somehow he's still in purgatory. Yeah, you know, I, don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's my thought and that's my bet. <laughs> Your story you know, and you're we, sticking to it. <laughs> you know, we've seen you know, in the show there have been people who have been cremated, yet, you know, Sam and Dean find out that they've been cremated, but their ghosts are still around. And it's because, you know, like um, in um, After School Special, um, Dirk, he had been cremated, but there was a lock of his hair that his dad had. And so, you know, there's been, you know, a few instances of that. So I'm thinking. You know, it's very, very possible. You could be right because with this show, you never know. But, Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. I'm thinking, it's just, I'm thinking it's just he's attached to that. You know, he told his reaper no. He didn't want to go. And that, you know, he attached himself to that flask somehow. That's, mm-hmm. you know, that's what I'm thinking. But you could be you could be completely right. Well, I, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I say that with with thinking um, as soon as that thought was brought out by either Clarissa or Danielle or one of the, you know, reporters who always cover Supernatural, this is this is kind of like a hard fact thing for me, I'm truthfully telling you. Um, and I put the poll out for Voice of TV, and um, and one of my options was purgatory, and I'm thinking, well, everybody's going to really kind of latch on to that. Nobody has, and nobody has even thought about that. But, you know, in the back of my mind, that's exactly what it is. You know, how are we going to see it? How How is it going to manifest? How is it going to come about? have no clue. But what I really feel like is that, um, you know, we can't see Bobby go. I mean, you know, for the show, for the for the uh, for the fans, I just I cannot imagine Bobby being gone, whether in spirit or you know physically or however. So um, I, you know, again, I have no clue. Only that you know what the writers have given us a small tidbit that um, you know he's in purgatory and somehow that's going to be manifested out. Maybe you know, maybe for season eight. I I don't know, but. That's my vote, <laughs> and I'm standing by it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, who knows, because we know the Leviathans are from Purgatory. Purgatory is still out there on on the plate, so to speak, on the on the drawing board. So 
who knows, maybe they'll tie it in somehow. And, you know, there's there's other things still out there. Um, for all we know, Crowley's been messing around with Bobby and all that. Um, I don't know. Yeah, might have been yeah. too busy as <laughs> the king of hell, but... Yeah, um, you guys, you guys just you know kind of you know plug it in back there, and uh, we shall see. That's that's again, that's that's thought. Mm-hmm. So there it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Jim Jim Beaver in one of his recent interviews said that um, um, you know the the season finale um, that. He says, you know, he says, I, I've been there a long time and I thought I, you know, have seen everything or heard of everything. And he says, but then, you know, I get the script and they surprise me. So they, I guess they managed to surprise Jim somewhat. So who knows? <laughs> I know, I know. Well, thank you guys very much. And, and uh, you know, hang on to that thought. Put it in the back of the, back of the mind and we shall see, right? Right. Okay. Well, thanks for calling. Yeah, thanks, guys. Bye. Thank you. Thanks for calling. Thanks for listening. Yeah, I have had some theories, and I have been wrong. I have been wrong a lot. I know. You know, it's simple that he's just said no to the Reaper and he's mm-hmm. attached himself to the Flash. I, if he's in purgatory, I don't see how we would see him. And I, you know, I think I remember that poll she's talking about, and I think that was before we, you know, Bobby came back on the show. I mean, but you know, like I said, I have been wrong so many times with this stuff. <laughs> she could be completely right, and I could be completely wrong. Yeah, it, it could be like a mix. It could be like a mix of things, you know. It's like, you know, Bobby Bobby made the choice with the Reaper to stay. And and my question was, did did Bobby purposely attach himself to the flask or did his spirit just gravitate to that because it's kind of an important thing. And and in this episode Bobby says that um it was 2 weeks before he even realized where he was after he he Die. Uh-huh. Yeah, and it makes it, which is what makes me think that, you know, when you know when something like this happens, your spirit just attaches itself to something. Mm-hmm. You know, he had he didn't do it himself. He didn't decide. Oh, I'm going to attach myself to the glass because Dean carries it around everywhere. It just mm-hmm. that's just you know kind of what happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. And, like, one thing, though, that I was wondering about, he said the first time he tried to knock off a book and, um, you know, the first Sam and Dean, he it knocked himself out for two weeks. He blacked out for two weeks. Okay, mm-hmm. when he was blacked out in this episode, he was laying there on the floor. Mm-hmm. Sam and Dean are never in one spot for two weeks. <laughs> you know, <laughs> where was Bobby at? Where was Bobby's spirit at when it was blacked out for those two weeks? I mean, <laughs> so, yeah, I I wonder does he just sort of go with the flask no matter where the flask is because yeah, the flask is question. still in the house. So, but 
you know, we can ask ourselves questions like that, and it'll drive us crazy. That's the existential question. Yeah, and and I was what's funny, um, and someone brought it up, and I, I can't help but think about it ever since that that flask was left at that Amazon's house. It's <laughs> a slice girl. In <laughs> some interesting times. <laughs> like, hmm. <laughs> I know. Oh, gosh. But yeah, there's like so when, when Bobby got mad at Sam and Dean there at the end, and um, when they were saying, you know, telling him that they, you know, he should have, mm-hmm. you know, went to heaven, and he zapped himself away. You know, where does he go when he does? You know, when he does that, where does he go? Yeah. Yeah, like, I'm sure they wonder, too. It's like, is he gone for good? Could they see him in the back seat? I, yeah, I don't think, you know, I think that was one of the times where he didn't manifest himself to see him. I don't think, you know, he. I think he was invisible in the back seat to Sam and Dean. Yeah. But can he, can he choose that now? I think he can choose it now. Because, mm. you know, he couldn't, he couldn't before. Sam and Dean couldn't see him no matter what he did. What so no. happened there in the house, and they were able to see him. I think now he's he can decide when to show himself and when to not to, to show himself. Kind of like Victoria mm-hmm. did. Victoria, mm-hmm. you know, was invisible, and um, Bobby and Annie told her, "You're the only one that can tell Sam and Dean." Because at that time, she was the only. They didn't know how to do that. They didn't know how to show themselves. So Victoria showed herself to him. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he's getting stronger and stronger. Um, and it's, there's still certainly plenty of questions left for the rest of the episodes for this season. Um, we got another quick note for Dick Roman. He's on a he bought another archaeological dig and got more dirt than the Drudge Report. That's very funny, Dean. And um, I, I don't want to say, but there's a little hint in the preview for next week's episode that we might finally get a clue with what they're doing with all these things they're buying up and dealing with. And if that's it, it's actually not that much of a surprise because I think we talked about it before, but it still doesn't make it any more fun <laughs> for us. You know, I was thinking about um, the evolution of Bobby Singer. You know, that character has, look at all the different changes that he has gone through. You know, we first, you know, he shows up at the first season finale of season one, and, you know, we knew very little about him. And since then, he has, you know, become our, you know, our favorite uncle. Everybody loves him. Then he was put into a wheelchair and, you know, couldn't walk for almost the whole entire season. And then from that, you know, he got his legs back and was, you know, fighting and, you know, mm-hmm. doing what he does best. And then now he's, a, you know, a ghost. I mean, he's, you know, the mm-hmm. character of Bobby Singer has gone through a lot. Mm-hmm. It reminds, reminds me kind of like the evolution of Wesley Wyndham Price from Buffy to Angel. That character yes. went through the changes. Yes. Yeah, boy, he yeah that character made a, an amazing amount of changes from the rogue demon hunter to to being an from honest Wa- god demon hunter, <laughs> you know. Yeah, Walter, 
watcher to mm-hmm. Rogue Demon Hunter to actual Demon Hunter. Yep. And as in the comic books, um, that you know, the official comic books after Angel ended, Wesley was a ghost. So right. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah, you can't say that Supernatural lets their characters coast. You know, they they always evolve and change. You know, for the better, for worse. Whatever. It's not like um, a lot of shows where characters stay pretty much the same, you know, or are very similar. I mean, Supernatural puts them through the ringer usually, <laughs> but so many changes, and it must be must be great to um, be an actor and be on a show like that instead of always playing the same exact character. And, I mean, look at Sam and Dean. I mean, the Sam uh-huh. and Dean we have now are a lot different than the Sam and Dean we first, you know, met in season one. Mm-hmm. And they're, but they're still recognizable, you know. You still... They, right, you know, they just evolve. They've evolved naturally, you know. It's done in a mm-hmm. really, you know, really good way to where it totally feels like that's the right way that it would mm-hmm. happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, you sometimes you think, oh, you know, I, I, you know, like I miss those days, or I, I miss what they were like. Um, but, but you're like, you know, uh, nobody stays the same. If you look around at your friends and your family, you know, they're not the exact same person that you knew five, ten, twenty years ago. People, people change, so it's actually very realistic to to put them um, through these kinds of things. Um. TNT on Friday started showing, you know, the show back from the first episode. So on Friday I was watching the pilot in Wendigo, and, you know, I was like, wow, I really miss, you know, season one. And, you know, there's Sam and Dean just being guys going from town to town helping mm-hmm. people. And I, I really miss those storylines and everything. But then, I, you know, it's like you said, I am not the same person I was seven years ago. My life has changed. So, of mm-hmm. course, Sam and Dean lives are going to change. They're not the same persons they were. So it to- mm-hmm. it, it makes total sense, you know, that everything's different. Mhm. Yep. Um there was other stuff about oh, what was I gonna say? Something about ghosts and how we know ghosts react and what they can do. We learned a lot in this episode. Um, I mean, we've always known some things about what happens to ghosts, but this but this definitely added things. Um, it's like Whitman being able to ghost kill another and then take their power. That's that's new, I think. Uh-huh. It's new to me. Yeah. yeah. So, hmm. And, you know, I wonder, you know, he had their bodies up there so he could, you know, salt and burn them, but then he also, mm-hmm. you know, he had the power to kill him, you know, himself, so. hmm I wonder if Bobby being a ghost and, ha- and possibly having some kind of extra power and certainly some extra kind of skills now, if that's going to make the difference in, in um, dealing with the Leviathan. That's, yeah, I would think that that would be a very possible possible because why mm-hmm. else 
turn Bobby into a ghost and bring him back. You know, they could when they killed mm-hmm. all, when they killed Bobby, they could have left him dead, but they you know they didn't mm-hmm. bring him back. So there has to be a purpose for it. Yep. Well, also um, on on the Bobby side, like you said, you know, his, you know, the work's not done. You know, he's pretty pretty unhappy that Dick Roman killed him. So you know, he he not only wants to deal with the Leviathans for their threat against planet Earth, he wants to deal with them on a very very personal level. This man shot and killed him. So right. there's all that going on too. Um, Anything else about this episode that we need to mention? It was good to see the EMS getting so much work. Yeah, you know we've you know we've gone long periods of time without seeing the EMS. You know, so it's really good to mm-hmm. see it again. Yeah, it takes me right back to the early days. You know, it's I love it. I just love it. Oh, um, I thought it was a, a nice twist that um, Dexter. You know, he looks like this big scary ghost, and you think he's the one doing doing the killings of the young couple, and then later on Annie. But it turns out he's actually trying to warn the people away mm-hmm. from Whitman. So that that was a nice twist. And by naming him Dexter, I think you automatically think he's a killer. You know, because <laughs> of the show Dexter. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's right. It was Dexter, Dexter O'Connell. <laughs> but yeah, I can't. I think I can't think of anything else really. It mm-hmm. was a really good episode, and it could, you know, I can totally see them taking a lot, you know, sh- making this episode so very ghost-like and showing all the different ghost powers. And mm-hmm. then that's what we're going to see in the future with Bobby. I can totally see Bobby mm-hmm. using, you know, he, you know, he found out a, that ghosts can kill other ghosts. So I can totally see him doing that in the future. Mhm. Yes. Um. And and I why, why like you're right. Why spend all this time and work and episode on a character that you could have left dead if you weren't if you didn't have a real purpose or story for them at least right. this season and hopefully next season. Um, of course, we we aren't 100% sure that Supernatural will have an eighth season. Everybody seems has said that they'd be really surprised if we didn't, which is good news. Um, we could hear pretty soon, but at the very least, we will hear at the upfront. Um, for the CW, which are May 17th, the with day them before picking, Supernatural finale. With them naming Jeremy Carver, you know, as mm-hmm. the showrunner, I think the that pretty much says that there, mm-hmm. you know, there's going to be another season because why why pick another showrunner if there's not going to be a season for him to work? Yeah. Why would you bother, you know, if you didn't have a pretty good idea that, that there was going to be a need for one, <laughs> you know? Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and the ratings were pretty low last night. It was down to point six with zero point six, which is a, you know a series low. But all across the board for CW, the ratings were really low this week. And even with that zero point six, we were still the second highest rated show on the CW for the week. Mhm. That's well. That's good news. I mean, you know, we you know we always 
um, qualify when we talk about the ratings, the fact that it's it's good for the CW and and all that, which is which is fine, you know. And if they're happy and and uh, being supported by the CW and want to come back, I'm I'm more than happy to keep watching because <laughs> I still <laughs> love Supernatural. I really, really do. <laughs> um, just as strong as ever. Um, shoot, what else was I going to say? Something about. Um, Oh, and Jim Jim Beaver said that he thought they'd come back and even longer, not just the yeah, eight he, season. He said something about how he would bet his house on it. Oh well, <laughs> pretty sure then. <laughs> and oh, I just remembered um, Winchester Family Business had a really funny tweet. They said someone posted on on their site that of course Annie had to die. She slept with Sam. <laughs> <laughs> This is true. This is true. Yeah, poor Sam. (laughs) And you You know, know, Annie hmm. died, but she sure was a lucky lady. She, you know, Sam, Dean, and Bobby all three. (laughs) Seriously, I mean, you know, just one would have been good. Would have been a good, you know, a a memory. But all three of them at uh, different times, um, I guess, (laughs) because they didn't know about each other. Um, that, would uh, I weird. that would be called a hunter hat trick, maybe. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, that scene where uh, they're Sam and Dean are talking about it. They're waiting for Annie to show up in the little pier pier front restaurant, and they're talking mm-hmm. back and forth about it, and they and they reveal to each other that have it. And I just love the expressions on Jared and Jensen's faces doing doing that scene. Um, you know, you see the kind of dawning look on on uh, Dean's face and then Sam with that, that kind of sheepish little smile like, oh, just not only you, <laughs> you know. Like, like, yeah, I thought they did a, a great job. It's those little things, you know, little gestures. And, you know, Sam knew that Bobby and her had had a thing. Apparently, when he, you know, as Sola Sam, you know, Sola Sam wouldn't care. So, mm-hmm. you know, I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah. And, and, I um, wonder how many people, you know, Sam might need to go get checked out because there's no telling how many people Sola Sam slept with during that year. And this is true. You know, Sam's already, you know, the man witch gave him cl- gave him the clap. <laughs> and he, right. You know, and it, he, it was like there was like three episodes in a row there, two or three episodes in a row where he had some kind of venereal disease. <laughs> so it's like, yes. you know, if I was Sam, mm-hmm. you know, he, he might need to go to the doctor and get that checked out. I hope he does regular blood work. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> lots and lots of uh, tests there and everything. Um, we don't want them to have to make a herpes commercial for real. Herpexia. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yes. Um, it was also pretty scary when Whitman like took over the car and started making it go really fast. And, and Sam's like, oh, geez, take it easy. We'll get there. And Dean's like, oh, I'm not doing it. <laughs> I really, yeah, I really like that whole scene. And then, you know, when Dean shot the key, uh, and it zapped Whitman back to the house. I really like that whole scene and how, mm-hmm. how it was filmed and how I, I really like that. Yes. 
Yeah, I did too. Yeah, this is a really good episode. Um, I can't believe we only got four more. Jeez. It's like I know. Started. <laughs> yeah. And um, in fact, um, they're actually wrapped just this past week. Everybody wrapped for the season. I think some crew is still around a little bit longer, um, but not much. Um, so, yeah, everybody wrapped up and all done for the season. And they definitely went longer. Mm-hmm. They, usually, they usually um, they're done filming by the end of March. And this time here, you know, it's almost the end of April when they're finished mm-hmm. filming. That one extra episode really, you know, I guess is what did it. And, you know, at the um, Burbank convention, Jensen said, you know, that um, if there is a season eight, they've heard that they're going to have even more episodes and that they would start back earlier this Hmm. year than normal. Wow. Wow. I know um, that they normally start, I think, the last week of June when um, Mm -hmm. Jensen, you know, is directed – um, he goes back the last week of June and starts his, you know, preparation. So I'm wondering, you know, how early they would start. Yeah. They're starting earlier and ending now. They're barely going to have any time off. Yikes. Mm-hmm. And, and um, they've got several conventions they're doing, like um, – I think in Rio, I think I know Jared's going to one in Rio. I don't think Jensen's going to that one. Then they have in mm-hmm. Paris, they're going to one in Paris and in Rome and, you know, just going everywhere. Mm-hmm. Wow. And, um, they're busy, busy guys. But we appreciate them, all of them, going to conventions. I think Jim Michaels off to a couple conventions this time. Mm-hmm. That would be so cool. Yeah. Um, I hope he'd come to, like, Chicago. And speaking of the Chicago convention, I just saw the other day, I'm a little bit behind keeping up, that not only are we getting DJ Qualls, but, um, oh, dear goodness, I'm so sorry. Uh, I'm probably going to get his name all out of order, Dick Roman, and James, James Patrick Stewart. James Patrick Stewart. Oh, that would be awesome to see him. I'd yeah. Like yeah, so I'm I'm looking forward to that. It's October, October, but you know something something to look forward to. That'd be very cool. Garth and Dick Roman. I, <laughs> I wish they could do a panel with Jared Jensen and DJ because I bet that would be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Just watching Jared and DJ's tweets to back and forth just crack yes. me up. I know they are too funny. They're too funny. Um, and for spoilers, they they released the description of um, seven twenty two the other day, the twenty, which is the penultimate episode for the season. And I don't know about you, but that, that description was mighty detailed. And I went, yes, yes, it was. And Guy B, you know, the director of that episode, even tweeted that he couldn't believe that they, mm-hmm. you know, put out that much information. And I know he was, of course, was very careful. Like when he would tweet things when he was directing, he he would always say, "Oh, I'm having a great time," you know, with uh, all the guest stars on this. And of course, you had no idea what the guest stars were, or who they were. 
Well, if you read that description, you're going to know. And I would say anybody who's the least bit um, spoiler phobic or, or even likes to know a little bit but not too much, do not read that, that episode description because I I'm, I'm, was actually pretty sorry after I'd read it because I didn't think it would be that detailed. I read it and went, yeah. oh. There's one of the guest stars, which, I, you know, you totally you could expect. Mm-hmm. But the other one, I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Love him, but had no idea. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh. <laughs> but, you know, you know, it's too late now, so I'm going to I'm just sort of trying to forget what I read and <laughs> not going back to it. <laughs> Any other news? Anything else we need to mention? Everybody, the season we're at. Um, I... I can't think of any other news this week. Not much really going on except for the new episode. Um, we can we can give a shout out to the the big award winning Divine the series. Yes. Really fantastic with the awards lately, uh, Webby Awards and Shorties and all kinds of great stuff. We're very proud of them. Ivan and Kirk and Jason and just you know, the whole gang, they're doing yep. awesome. And Dan and Ben and Misha. Cassie and... and <laughs> yeah, yep, yep. Everybody. So congrats. Congrats to you guys. Much success. Um, they've got another kind of, not on Kickstarter, but they have another fundraising thing going. I think it's going oh. for at least a couple more months, right? Yep, on Indiegogo. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, um, uh, Misha's Random Acts, uh, Hope to Haiti is off again in June. They're um, putting together their team, and Colin Ferguson is going with them this year from Eureka. That would be really cool. You know, Eureka was canceled, which makes me think if Eureka hadn't been canceled, then he wouldn't have been able to go. He'd probably have to be filming. That's right. That's right, but yeah, I like really... Eureka. I'm a, I'm a fan of the show, so I hate that it was canceled. But I'm glad he's getting to go. Yeah, yeah, same here. Yeah, I, I love Eureka and the show and everybody on it. But um, I'm sad to see it go. On the other hand, <laughs> I'm glad Colin's Although, going to maybe with I am, Did you see the season opener last week? No. Uh-uh. I'm yet. very I'm confused. I'm very confused. Need to talk to somebody about it. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh, oh, gosh. Um, I'm, Felicia uh, Day. Just, Felicia Day was, um, you know, she's on your, she was on Eureka. She's in that episode. And she's a guest star in next week's episode of Supernatural. Yes, that preview looks a lot, that preview looks like a lot of fun. I'm so excited for that because she's, she's a very Spanish kind of person between, you know, Dr. Horrible and everything else that she's done. So can't, and that's a great episode title too. I love it. Can't wait to see her on our show. Love Felicia Day. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, oh, well. I'm out of my head. <laughs> well, I can't think of anything else to talk about. Okay. Um, we can say thanks, everybody, for listening. If you listen live... Um, thank you so much. We appreciate it. Everybody listening uh, later on, if they go to 
uh, that they download us or subscribe to us through iTunes, download us at blogtalkradio.com uh, slash media boulevard, or find us through our website, winchesterbros.com, or on Facebook and Twitter, uh, Winchester Bros. We thank you however you uh, download and listen to us. We really appreciate it. We have a lot of fun uh, doing it, definitely. Um, that's it. We'll be back in one week to talk about episode 20. Um, the girl with the Dungeons and Dragons tattoo. Such a cool name. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if she'll have a Dungeons and Dragons tattoo. <laughs> I wonder too. Yeah. I'll, you know, you would think she's the girl. They could totally do pull a you know pull a switcheroo and Felicia Day's not the girl with the Dungeons and Dragons tattoo. So. You're absolutely right. And for some reason, that also reminds me because dragons led me to swords. I wonder if all the swords from this season are going to tie it into anything later on because they've collected at least three, I think. Yeah, yeah, there's been a lot of swords. Yeah. Hmm. And from our callers, who knows, maybe Purgatory will come back again. (laughs) Very possible. Yep, still lots of questions to answer, and I'm sure knowing Supernatural, they'll answer some, bring up a whole bunch more, and then leave us hanging off a cliff for four months over the summer. Yep, yep. And I'm sure since it's Sarah Gamble and her last episode as showrunner, she's probably going to go out with a bang. (laughs) Oh, definitely. Yep. I bet they'll leave us with a crazy cliffhanger. Yeah, it's going crazy all summer. Yep. All right. Well, thanks everybody, and we'll talk to you in a week. Hope you hope you enjoyed. Thank you so much again. Thanks, thanks guys. Uh, thanks for listening. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.